0: I've been really pushing and challenging and saying, okay, like, what are you doing? You could start now. And one of the things that I, that I keep hearing from this individual is all of these reasons, mm-hmm. right? Reasons why they can't do it. Reasons why they need support. Reasons, reasons, reasons. And I told him this thing. I, I told him a quote. I said, you know, there's two things you get in life. You get reasons or results. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you can only count results. Right? Reasons don't actually count because you can't take anything with that. And so every time I, I give them some, give this person something, they take it and they're really like, oh,
1: motivated. Pumped, like mm-hmm. oh that was
0: good. Thank you for that. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. And so one of the things that I have learned is that I don't, I, I do not like when, when I it, give me someone an inspirational talk or whatever, I do not take that, that verbal or nonverbal confirmation mm-hmm. as like I Validation. Made it, made, that, that I made an impact mm-hmm. because I think people get on high, and then as soon as you leave the conversation, the, the laws of, re, you know, of reduced intentions come in.
1: Welcome to The Push Podcast. So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. one.
0: Mm, that's significant.
1: Well, it's not 11 11 p.m. or a.m. and it's not um, November 11th. So I guess it's kind of uneventful.
0: Would you say that you're a superstitious person?
1: No, not at all. No. Are you?
0: I don't think so. Like I don't I don't really like do any of the superstitious things people do. Like what? Like. <laughs> Like I you know, I like people like oh, like Jess you know, My your sister your sister well, she drives um, by a train track or through a train track. Over across train the train, state. Track. Uh-huh. train track. She like does some Puts weird her
1: two fingers up on the roof of the Oh uh,
0: yeah, I thought she like licked her fingers and touched this guy <laughs> and put her fingers in her ear.
1: Whatever. So sis it was. Eddie is making you what in the world for today, but why why do you do that? I mean, I know it's some superstition thing and I in the past she said do it. I'm like, no, I refuse. Not yeah. gonna do it. Yeah, but that's just because I well, pride myself in not being superstitious.
0: Well, what's interesting is when we were dating, according I say would say. Oh God. Um, we were walking across, walking down the street, and you had a thing about splitting poles.
1: Oh, that's just because it's funny and like whatever. I don't think you're actually going to die or split <laughs> apart. But like, we, you know. Oh, I
0: thought it was like a thing like your relationship oh, was God. like cursed or something. If you Well, split it was pool.
1: a funny thing that I'd say like don't split the pole. Then, yeah. you know, we're going to have relationship issues. I don't know what I said. I think it was from a movie like you just don't split the pole. Oh, it was beaches. So um, when they were little kids, they're walking on the boardwalk Mm -hmm. and their best friends holding hands and then they split the pole and they're like, bread and butter. Right. Or and so Jordan and I would say like peanut butter and jelly, mac and cheese, (laughs) like whatever, something that you can't be it without the other one. Right, right. Yeah. But that's not a superstition thing. That's just a fun thing well but if you don't think it's fun i won't do it with you ever no i i I think it's
0: cute (laughs) i'll i'll walk on the same side of the pole but you do think like if you have your purse on the floor your money's going to be low well
1: <laughs> I, mean, I don't some, put there, my purse there's on the floor some superstitions
0: you don't even mess with i'm not gonna mess with that. right <laughs>
1: that's what it is like people will say like if you put your purse on the floor that means you're gonna be broke right I, yeah i don't want to mess with that <laughs> i don't necessarily believe that it's true i just
0: don't want to get my purse dirty
1: yeah just like <laughs> i've all I, I have broken many mirrors in my time
0: Oh, but I I'm not going to
1: say like, oh, my God, I'm going to have nine years of bad luck or however. Right.
0: How's the thing even get started? Also, like, it's so like
1: if you walk under a ladder, I'm pretty you're sure you're yeah, not going to die. Up,
0: I've walked under ladders purposely just to show people nothing was going to happen.
1: OK, well, for you, um, you guys recently saw Candyman. Yeah. And you have no problem saying it several times. Don't I, say I, it right now. I'll say I'll Don't say, say it right now. I'll just say kidding. I'll say
0: <laughs> I'll say it three times, but I don't, it's one of those things I don't want to mess with. Yeah. I, I saw the so movie and I was like, what's more, the point of saying it five times in front of a mirror?
1: Maybe you are more superstitious I'm than me. I'm not you think.
0: superstitious. I, I, You'll I do say not it, think, but you
1: don't want I to. I do not
0: think some disgruntled black man is going to come out and kill me.
1: I mean, I don't want you to chance it. No, I, I kind of <laughs> like you. And if bad stuff started happening to you, see, I'd be like, see, you shouldn't have said superstitions it. Superstitions
0: <laughs> continue to thrive because people right. go, they say to themselves, I'm not superstitious, but I ain't going to do it. Well, <laughs> that's,
1: I guess that's the point of what we're talking about. Both of us are saying we're not superstitious, but there's just certain things you don't want to play with.
0: Yeah, like, I don't want to know about your superstition. Right. Because then I have to, like, unconsciously adhere to it so that I don't mess around with whatever kind of black magic you're using. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to mess around with you know, yes, I'm gonna put my uh, my 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 bag that I keep that you call a purse, but it is a a cross body bag. You're I'm not murse, gonna, I'm not gonna purse. put it on the ground. One, I don't want it to get dirty.
1: Right. So let's just not do that
0: okay so it's, a, it's agreed It's agreed. Then. we're not gonna split poles we're not gonna <laughs> say candy man in, in the bathroom five times uh don't
1: break mirrors don't or break walk mirrors. under ladders uh, well you know i don't i don't really care about that Yeah,
0: no, i don't really care. I, i've walked under a ladder because it was convenient
1: we're also the kind of people where we're like mm, just don't think about it it'll be fine <laughs> Like that's how I feel about ghosts. Like people ask me, like, "Do you believe in ghosts?" I'm like, I don't really think about ghosts because yeah. I don't want them to believe in me. I truly believe
0: if you think about ghosts often, you will see ghosts.
1: I agree with you. Is that superstition? No, that just means like, if I say yes, I believe in them. Then what if they hear me and they come and they They're find like, oh, me? Oh yeah,
0: you're the perfect person. <laughs> If you believe in us, then I we feel like will if you say you do, ourselves. then you're
1: susceptible right. to like like ghosts. They're gonna come find you, right? Yeah, I don't want to yeah, no show ghosts.
0: So my what in the world is I don't want no ghosts in oh this place. Gosh. <laughs> I don't want to have to call Ghostbusters. Ridiculous. Um, but there are like creepy videos that you see online. I don't want to see them. Huh?
1: I don't want to see them. Yeah,
0: and you see things like people look at the, in the closet. There's a ghost in the closet, and you go, mm-hmm.
1: "What?
0: That that is not something I want to see." yeah yeah save but, that um, but i could go the, my whole but life for the without most part that. i could drive through a train track no problem i don't care um
1: cross a black cat
0: yeah i'm
1: pretty sure i've done that many times
0: i'm pretty sure i couldn't no i think it's a black cro- cat crosses your path
1: well, whatever
0: yeah you can't i even see control black cats that. all the time you can't even control that yeah
1: So I want to know if you guys are superstitious. No, because then they're
0: going to tell us about their superstition. And then we're like (laughs) something like coincidence. Like coincidence is what drives this thing.
1: So don't suck us in.
0: Yeah, like somebody broke a mirror and fell on the mirror and died. And they're like, oh, my God, it's bad luck. No, you died because you were clumsy.
1: It was your time. Right. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Uh, We were sitting last night um, on the couch just kind of having a conversation. Sound like a villain. What?
0: we were chilling like a villain
1: true okay and one of the things i think <laughs> that's great i didn't hear you what? one of the thing that, things i think that's great about us being married are we married 17 years or 16
0: uh i think this january makes it 17
1: okay so almost 17 years thank you for that reminder we still have good conversations with each other
0: yeah i like talking to you
1: i like talking to you, you guys, too you
0: got some shit to say
1: Wow. Okay. Well, we're sitting there the other night and you said um, that procrastination has been something that has been coming up for you, not for you personally, but you wanted to talk about that on today's episode. And I was like, okay, why? So tell Mm -hmm. the people why we're talking about this.
0: Yeah, well, because obviously you know that we we encounter a lot of people, whether we're coaching people, leading people. And I get into these conversations, and a lot of times, many of the conversations I get into, uh, they are really good podcast episodes. But sometimes right. I forget, so sometimes but we I gotta, can't like, talk I've about. Gotta, I, yeah, sometimes everybody. you got to remove the names right. to protect the, the change the names the, of the, the, the guilty, mm-hmm. not the innocent. No, I'm just talking. Um, but th- there's a particular person that that has been really approaching me and, and talking to me about their health and wellness, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we spend a lot of our time on like wellness Mm -hmm. and 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 i think that we are getting into an age where we're probably gonna have to spend a lot of time not just on wellness from a standpoint of just your physical wellness but mental wellness because mental health is a big deal but i am
1: reading a book right now just so you know um well you know but it's called brain fog and the whole book is about how foods you know, um, ruin your cognition, (laughs) they don't help you think straight, they don't like omega Mm threes, the fatty acids, like you need to have a ton of that. And they kind of break down like the American diet does not give you enough omega three fatty acids, which help develop brain cells. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you find yourself like, God, I'm not as quick on my toes as I thought then that might be a book for you to pick up but so I said you know what we're gonna take Jordan to get tested again for allergies because she's never had fish or seafood her whole life because she's allergic but I need to start giving her I need to start pumping her right it also helps eliminate depression anxiety things like that and so I'm like yeah we're all going to be eating lots of non-farm raised fish um to help with that stuff yeah and i think that
0: not to just to boost track with the yeah, story sorry. but I, I do think that like part of my what in the world is that people don't give that enough like right. thought and they don't mm-hmm. think about the fact that the food is not only making them physically sick but it's making them mentally sick mm-hmm. as well and, and why wouldn't it right, right? because you think about things get into your bloodstream, they get into your bloodstream, they get into your they get into your brain, and they they're gonna have... affect
1: your thinking. Yeah, and
0: and you know your years emotions. ago I read um, Brain Grain, which I'm pretty sure this book probably mm-hmm. uh, is somewhat aligned to, in and how inflammation uh, right. really uh, you know can make you have brain fog can lead alzheimer's to alzheimer's mm-hmm. and dementia and all those type of things and so, so the point i'm trying to make it makes you want to like not have toast right. ever again but <laughs>
1: well i'm validating what you're saying and that is we spend a lot of time not only on you know physical health and trying to stay healthy but also mental health and yeah. Um, psychological health and like long-term health and so that's important to us and when we teach like we just got back from teaching a ton of business owners in uh, Atlanta at the Ultimate Sugar Show And one of the things we're going to talk to you all the time is about your health. Yeah. And we're not going to tell you like never eat cake. Obviously, I owned a bakery for 12 years. But, you know, when you're not feeling your best, which is why I picked up the brain fog book, you know, hey, am I having brain fog? Well, probably because I've been in three different time zones in the last (laughs) two weeks. But, you know, it's always good to kind of educate yourself on that. So anyways, we're going with that. Well, this person's asking about (laughs) health.
0: (laughs) Well, I I would I will say this too. The last thing I'll say about the wellness thing is that there are perfectly good therapists in the world, Mm -hmm. and I think that. But you ain't one of them. Well, I we 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 sometimes put on that hat, Mm -hmm. and I think that people will say, "What makes you qualify?" Well. I do think we're in a place where, like, we've read a lot. We've surrounded ourselves with enough information to help people through things. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we clinically can get, you know, no. helping one through those things, but I do think that there is a certain level of expertise that we have of, of adopted or have developed over time, and it's come with helping also from experience, understanding human behavior. Right. So. Well, i say that all to say this so this gentleman keeps coming I said gentleman this person keeps mm-hmm. coming to me and, they, and like i'm challenging them right and they have said that they want to get in better shape they're worried and concerned about their health mm-hmm. and they've been struggling with some mental um, uh, health issues and so my first thing is when people struggle with mental health my first thing is okay what are you doing with your body mm-hmm. right because you got to get your body right in order for you to get to your to your place where you can get your mind and right and you don't There's, mean
1: have a six pack you mean like move create energy mm-hmm. you got to create energy you got to
0: move you got to do things that help you get to a place of clarity like a lot of times When we have anxiety, we have all this energy that we don't do anything with. Right. And so because we don't do anything with, there's no way possibly you can think clearly. Right. Right. Because you are so wound up. Like you you thinking when you get into anxiety, people think, okay, I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about, okay, I'm thinking about what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? Oh my God, I didn't do this. So this Mm -hmm. is going to happen. And then all of a sudden, all these things compound and you can't think clearly. And if you eat like
1: shit, you feel like you don't have energy, but if you haven't exerted enough energy and movement you go to bed and your body is like we didn't do enough so let's think right let's overthink right now and overanalyze everything so then you take like serotonin or something to make yourself go to sleep and then in the morning you're groggy so then you're eating drinking coffee right Right. it's called borrowed cycle
0: it's called borrowed energy right and so i think that I do this. I drink coffee. Mm-hmm. I drink. Uh, I like to get coffee. I like the taste of coffee. Mm-hmm. I like the taste. I like the feeling of caffeine. Mm-hmm. But I also know that I'm borrowing energy from tomorrow. Right. So, so if, I try to
1: stay away from. So coffee. if I drink
0: coffee today, I'm probably gonna have to drink coffee tomorrow. Right. And so I think that that's the thing that people need to understand is that if you're living on borrowed energy, some point at some point that 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 bill will come due. Mm-hmm. So this individual that I made an impact mm-hmm. because I think people get on high. And then as soon as you leave the conversation, the, the laws of, re, you know, of reduced intentions come mm-hmm. into play. And so now they regress and all of a sudden they, they're just not motivated. So this right. person started exercising and then stopped mm-hmm. and then stopped. And then every time they, I seem to give a reason and I can't understand why they keep procrastinating, mm-hmm. like why they keep putting it off. And I get into this conversation with this individual. and It's like I, I'm I'm not sure what's the benefit of waiting. Right. Like, what's the benefit of waiting for all the stars to align before you actually start this fitness journey? Mm-hmm. And this person never can answer it, but they're still compelled to wait. And yeah. so it, it really got to me because I was just like, I wonder what it is. Yeah. Like, what is it that like you you've, you you're, you're fearful of your health. It's mm-hmm. not like you're like, and, and I, and I, and I can't come to the realization. The only thing I can think of is that, that old quote from Eric Thomas is that they can't, you can't outlast your old you to get to your new you. Yeah, And I think that you stay with what's familiar and comfortable before you're willing to challenge yourself and do something that is outside of the norm or outside of what you normally
1: do. Well, it's a form of Mm self-sabotage, procrastination, right? And I think it's like you have to, um, we want to be right all the time. We don't realize it, but we want to be right. And if we have certain habits of unhealthiness, I don't work out, I'm unfit, like those are, it becomes a part of your identity. It becomes a part of your routine. It becomes your habit. And I feel like your mind wants to make you right and it wants to stick with the familiarity Mm -hmm. of the routine that you've created all this time. And so you say consciously, I want to be fit. I want to lose weight. I want to start the diet. But then you routinely kind of go back to what's familiar. Right. And so, you know, it's a form of self-sabotage. And so I think that's what we're going to talk about today is what are you procrastinating in what area of your life? Because there's many areas of your life. We often talk about like the 10 uh, life categories, which I'll, I'll name them for you so you can see as I'm naming them, are you creating some sort of procrastination in this particular category? Because when you brought this up to me the other day, I was like, okay, so he's procrastinating, But the reality is, is we all procrastinate.
0: Absolutely. And that's
1: really what we're talking about today is like, we are not coming from a place of perfection. There are still many things that we're procrastinating on. And I think that's why we work well together is because, you know, we'll bounce a topic off of each other and then I'm like shooting holes in it, right? So, Mm -hmm. well, we procrastinate too. Example would be We know, and every time we travel and get on a plane, we know that we have not written a will. We haven't, like, taken care of what happens if we die, right? Well, that would suck because we have three kids that would be trying to figure out how to access our bank accounts and, like, take care of our businesses. And that's not something we would want them to have to deal with. But it's also something we've been talking about for many months and we've been procrastinating and kind of putting off. Why? Cause it's not urgent, right? It's not hurting us right now. Until guess what? It does.
0: Yeah, and w- it was interesting. We were talking about that, and we were referring to that uh, show that we, we we got caught up in called Nine Perfect Strangers, mm-hmm. right? And I'll just give it away, uh, but <laughs>
1: you will. <laughs> no, I'm
0: just joking. But there's a scene in the show where like they simulate that these people are going, like death They're is dying. imminent, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a fire started, and like they think. They're, it's gonna, gonna die. they're gonna die and it's interesting like the revelations they've had all mm-hmm. the things they've struggled with all of a sudden get fixed just like that and they go what are you gonna do And they're like oh i'm just gonna i'm, I'm wait, gonna. Wait, wait,
1: wait you're giving it all away oh. so here's what happens like <laughs> well, they away, say <laughs> when you come to a near-death experience nothing else matters right you have all these like self-realizations around what Everything you didn't do in your life now. well everything's like a no-brainer. I right. should have loved harder. I should have wrote the book. I should have started the business. I should have, you know, not destroyed my marriage, whatever the case may be. And you have these like really clear moments when your life's about to come to an end. And so in this show, they simulate your right. life ending. So they go through all this rage though, like, oh my God, we're going to die. It's the end. Blah, blah blah And everyone's in a panic. But then after the panic kind of, you know, settles, it's like, what would you have done differently right and then like you get to this place of like
0: you start to regret right through regret i think that's a a place of vulnerability and you start to get vulnerable and you Mm -hmm. say God, I, I just wish I had an opportunity to do this all over again. Right, and and it's funny when you were saying that. All I think about is that that um, that movie in time where they had their time on their wrist. Oh yeah,
1: that freaks. And me they out. kept
0: getting credits and stuff uh-huh. like that. But what if you lived your life and every time things that really mattered—not mm-hmm. just little things, but things that really mattered—and you put them off, mm-hmm. you actually lost time.
1: Well, I think it hold people accountable because it's (laughs) like like an odometer or like your gas reader, you know, like, hey, or what if it was like extra credit like Mario Brothers? Like every time you did something good, you like gained a new life or like a new amount of time on your life, I think for people like us, we like to keep score and right. we're competitive. I'd be like, Yes, I'm totally beating you right now. Right. right? But
0: it, it would it would be interesting how the, the type of decisions you would make if right. you knew that it was going to re, it was actually killing you. Mm-hmm. Like every single time you put something off that you know you need to do slightly killed you a little bit. Right. That would be interesting. Like I think every time <laughs> but the but the reality is when it comes to your health and when it comes to your overall wellness Every time you do put something off, it actually is killing you right. a little bit, right? Like if
1: you eat a hot dog, it takes 36 36 sec- minutes, seconds. 38
0: minutes off of your seconds life. Seconds or minutes? Minutes, it's minutes. Mm-hmm. So if you like Costco hot dogs, you I really you are do troubled. like Costco hot dogs? Yeah, that that those burger those hot dogs are so large, that's an hour at least, minimum. I probably have dawn.
1: two Costco hot dogs a year.
0: No, you have more than that. No, I don't. Yeah, I haven't I had a fearful. Costco
1: hot dog since I can't even recall
0: I think you've had enough.
1: I think you should shut <laughs> up <laughs> so here are the life categories, the ten life categories. as I name these, let me know if there's um an area that kind of triggers something, and you're like, I'm for sure procrastinating around that. Mm. so number one, time management productivity, yeah,
0: yeah, I mean maybe
1: th- maybe I should name them and then we'll go back.
0: well, I think just okay because I you. Well, I say that the thing, well, people might go, how do you procrastinate time management? Well, if you're putting off planning, Uh that's putting off the ability to have good time management. Well, what's
1: funny is like, I'm a creative. I love, you know, vision boards. I love planning. I love markers and colors and stickers and stuff. But I have found that that can be a form of procrastination because it's like you're sitting there planning, planning to do all this shit, but you really just need to do the shit. Right. Mm. So that could be a form of like I'm self-sabotaging and I'm procrastinating when it comes to time management because I'm planning out too much productivity, but I'm actually hindering my productivity.
0: So the planning is getting in the way of action. Right.
1: Like you like the I, Everybody likes the idea of planning because it's like a new. Right. Right. But to actually do the thing, sometimes you don't have enough time. for, And that's that.
0: probably my biggest, my biggest problem when it comes to procrastination. The idea of something sometimes can simulate what it actually feels like to get it done mm-hmm. And so you almost get gratification just by the idea of oh, I need to start doing this right. oh I need to, I need to, we need to start oh planning the wheel oh that feels yeah, that feels good and you feel like, oh I, I did it.
1: yeah, you do that <laughs> on Mondays, I think like Mondays are our day together. we have team meetings, we right. host calls. And come three o'clock, we've been on some sort of Zoom for eight hours straight. And I'm like, we've done nothing today. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, we've done so much. Well, that's because we've actually
0: done something. I'm talking about the the. But I feel like we haven't. (laughs) We haven't
1: achieved anything. I mean, like, we did what was on the list. But I'm like, God, we keep talking about all this stuff. But that's
0: interesting because I think that 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 is what you just said, like, like, you, like say, for example, if you plan the one time, a, let's say you planned on a Sunday mm-hmm. and you worked the plan all throughout the week. Yeah. But part of the plan was I got to be on a call. I got to do a Zoom call. I got to teach mm-hmm. the students. Like all those things are kind of the things that are part of the plan. That's actually being in action. Yeah,
1: but I want credit for the actual. Like, I want to feel like it was partly productive. It's like we're talking about the whole plan for the week. We spent the whole damn day talking about the plan. Like, I'm upset about it, so I don't get a check mark. I don't get extra credit. No extra men. Like, it's just like a waste of day. Anyways, moving on to category number two. Are you procrastinating around your health, your fitness, your wellness, self care? Mm. Um, and I just want you to know when we say self care, that doesn't mean just getting a massage because that's a form of rest. That could be you procrastinating. I could definitely be guilty of that. I want to go spend a day at the spa when I have 3,000 other things to do, right?
0: Yeah. And I think what's important to really outline is like there's a difference between like taking action
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then there's wasting time, right? And then there's non action. Okay. Right. And so, like, non action is kind of a, like a Buddhist principle. It's like you are intentionally, deliberately not taking action
1: around your health or wellness. No,
0: because that's part of your health and wellness. Okay. Right. So, today for these four hours, I'm not going to take action. I'm going to rest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is going to be the time that I rest and recharge. And so, this is my non action. I'm lost. So, there's a difference between like, if I if I if I squander my time, so I I set intentions to do something, mm-hmm. but in the, but because but because I allowed myself to get distracted, because I allowed myself to fall into a place where I was comfortable, I hit snooze, I stayed in bed, I didn't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. That's not non-action, not non-action. That's a lack of discipline, mm-hmm. right? That's not taking action. But if you said, hey, tomorrow when I wake up at you know four in the morning, or let's just say eight o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm going to spend from eight to twelve. And I'm actually going to sit back and I'm going to take non-action. I'm going to rest. I'm going to recover, I'm going to go get a massage, I'm going to go and do, go to a meditation mm-hmm. and I'm gonna sit in that meditation for eight hours.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: That, or for four hours. That
1: sounds like a lot of wasted time but to me. But what I'm
0: saying is is that it's deliberate, it's intentional.
1: Right, Right. But- because
0: the, your, your goal is to recharge. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to get to a place where you replenish your energy so that when you go to take action, you're taking action At a greater greater
1: place. Yeah, I get where you're going with this. I guess that's why I said I was confused because I asked if you're procrastinating around your health and fitness and like you took it to a whole self-care thing. Like you should take four hours off to rest and recharge. I'm talking about people who are procrastinating around their health and wellness. Like "Mm, I'll start the diet next Monday. Like your friend who you're talking about which is the whole point of this podcast
0: no and and i and you're absolutely right i'm not saying like it's and the only reason i brought it up is because you you have to make it clear to yourself what you're doing right right he's not taking non action he's wasting time
1: mm-hmm.
0: right he's not You're saying, saying he's not
1: being purposeful he's not like and our attention- students intentional who,
0: who are entrepreneurs who, who are working to much every yeah. single day and we're saying you need to have a day of non action
1: right we are definitely prescribing that right. for um entrepreneurs that's what i'm saying yeah. sorry got it okay moving on category number 3 Um, organization, maybe like your home. Is there something you're procrastinating? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Our garage needs to be cleaned out. Right. Period add that to your to-do list just talking
0: about it feels good i think it's done already it's not
1: (laughs) category four wealth finances and budgeting i'd say yes we have areas of procrastination there that could look like you know i get my mail i check my mail once a week and i throw it in a drawer until i get around to it that's Mm -hmm. procrastination we just got back from vacation i'm pretty sure we have a pile of mail
0: yeah you gotta get it done
1: okay And we're doing all this on Sunday, cleaning the garage, uh, going through (laughs) the pile of mail. And I think the reason why this is important is because we are also works in progress. Like we're not perfect at this, right? And so we're sharing, being open and vulnerable about the stuff that we are procrastinating on, Mm -hmm. even though we don't like that word, right? Okay, next thing, uh, category number five, self-improvement, personal development, academic achievements. I'd say not procrastinating so much in that area. We like to read, we like to attend conferences. I'd say we're kind of overachievers in that category. But there are certain things like, i pay for certain subscriptions you do too where we want to be more stoic or whatever the case may be um well uh, yeah vocabulary word of the day and you just okay i didn't get around to that today, <laughs> right
0: right right 100 percent.
1: okay category number six your career or your business is there something you're doing where you're procrastinating around some sort of career advancement or something that you know you need to be doing in your business? Um, the answer is likely yes. I mean, we have, I have 10 million ideas that I've planned out, written out, talked to the team. And there's just, at some point, like we have to just take action on this stuff.
0: Yeah. And this one's a tricky one because I think that for people who are listening, they, when they're thinking about their career, they're thinking about, well, I go to work every single day mm-hmm. and when they're thinking about their business. They're thinking about why well, I, I, I work on my business every single day. And I think where the procrastination shows up is that a lot of times, even in your career or in your business, you've got to set like long-term goals mm-hmm. and you go after like the small you know short-term goals that are, are that are aligned to your long-term goals and people put off things that require delayed gratification, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that is something that's huge where you know you need to be working on something very specific for your career that may not pay off for 3 years. Right. And you put it off because you know there's no instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Like to to your point where if I'm not getting a score back, then I feel like I didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, I definitely need scores.
0: Right. <laughs> but I think that for, for those that yeah. know that you're not going to get a score, I think mm-hmm. you have to be really clear with, well, what does good look like? What's the right. outcome that I want that I can at least say, OK, I, I could feel good about this? Because at the end of the day, what procrastination leads to is shame, guilt, regret. Mm-hmm. All things that tear away from your self-image, that tear away from your self-esteem, and ultimately tear away from your confidence.
1: Right. Category number seven that you might be procrastinating around is relationships or connectedness. I know that... Um, if you have an elderly grandparent, you're probably not calling them as much as you can. That could be something I "Ah, I didn't get around to it today. And oftentimes, you know, when someone passes or you lose someone, it's always the regret of I should have called more. So there's procrastination around that. And
0: that feels awful because I've been there.
1: Or you just simply pouring into your relationships. You know that it's important to maintain relationships and show up for your friends and say yes to events. But you keep putting them off, so mm-hmm. maybe you're procrastinating around that um number eight, category number eight, spirituality that could be faith, that could be your beliefs. Mm, I'm not gonna lie on Sundays. we have a lot of stuff to do, so oftentimes church takes a backside like
0: but I think and I think well, well that's are we procrastinating on it?
1: I don't think we're procrastinating, but it's something that kind of like looms for me is like, ah, we should probably go to church once this year. So, Not that necessarily we need to go to church this year, but it'd be nice, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just I know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just
0: like I'm, I really want to make sure that for for everyone listening, like it's clearly defined. Like there are things that maybe. Are just not a priority at the moment, which right. sounds really bad yeah, when you so, say church stuff, exactly. or like your spirituality. So hold
1: the teach out on that. Let me yeah. go through the categories and then we'll go back and kind of refine. Yeah. What does it mean? Are you procrastinating? Are you being lazy? Or are you just not being planful? Or does it not fit on your priority list right. in this current season, right? And so the question is, are you procrastinating around your spirituality or faith? That could look something like I'm in a really terrible season right now. And I know that if I were to, you know, go to a church group or reach out to certain people or read my Bible or journal or do something that would help me manage these emotions better, that I would be able to get through this quicker. If you're procrastinating any of those things, then you're actually making your life worse, right? right. Okay. Category number nine would be um, social, fun, creativity. Is there something creative that you've been procrastinating? I mean, I've been wanting to take a pottery class for many years. Yeah, I kind of dragged my feet around that. By the time I got around to looking it up this summer, I had already missed the first three classes, didn't do it, whatever. That's what procrastination gets you. Last category, community or giving back. So that could look like I really want to volunteer Uh, once every Sunday or one Sunday a month, you know, at the downtown L.A. homeless shelters. I've been wanting to do that for many years. Haven't got around to it. Mm. Procrastination. Okay, so now let's go back to each of those categories, which we'll we'll list in the show notes, because we often talk about these life categories. You know, I guess you could do some sort of report card. Um, which we do have an episode on. I'll link that as well, like an adult report card. But if you were to go through each of these categories and ask yourself, where am I procrastinating the most? Would it be around your business? Would it be around the organization of your home? Would it be around your time management? Would it be around your health and wellness? And yeah. that's kind of the point of this is like, what's the definition between procrastination and hey, you know what, that just doesn't fit in my priority list right now. So it's making me feel like crap because I know that I need to do it, but it's also not a super pressing thing. And so the conversation with you and I the other night was about like, well, there are a million things that you could create shame and guilt and feel like a piece of shit for because there's no way that anyone is ever winning in all of those categories. I want to be very clear. We are not winning in every single one of those categories. Oftentimes it feels like, well, we're good enough in these categories, so let's just chalk it up as a win, right? (laughs) And it's the truth.
0: But I I think that to me – Like procrastination shows up is if you look at those 10 things Mm -hmm. and you have a specific goal or a specific outcome or lifestyle that you would want in those things and you know that this is what you want like your aspirational values or Mm -hmm. goals or whatever it is is hey i really really want to get better in my spirituality but you take no action to me that's when you're procrastinating right procrastinating is such an intimate thing it's because it, it really speaks to what you're what you really desire yet you take no action on mm-hmm. it at all and so that's why it came to me to have this conversation about the 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 person um, that i was speaking to is because they talk to me about it all the time so mm-hmm. i know it's like a deep-seated desire to get help more healthier right, right. but they are finding reasons and why not to do it right yeah. And so it, it made me question, like, what, what was it? Is, mm-hmm. is it that they value their comfort more mm-hmm. than they value what's potential? 100%. But, I, but, what, I do th- but I, what I thought about, and I was like, and I told this person this, I said, you know what it is? You value who you think you are right now, mm-hmm. not who you could be. Right. You value who you are right now more than what you could be
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you've never seen it. Right. And so that's when you hear people say, well, you know how I am. I hate that. You know how, Mm. you know, you know, the type of person I am. I need to have this, this, and this. And it's like the type of person that you are right now is not the type of person that you want to be. So right. why are you referring to that person for advice? And
1: I'm just gonna like <laughs> shout out to anyone listening who's like, oh, I say that all the time. You know, you know how I am. Right. You know, Or you can't teach an old dog new tricks or this is just how I am. You know, I'm always late. I never remember That's names. That's not permission. And like, <laughs> I want you to just stop and slap yourself right. because you don't, you may not be good with names now, but the fact that you're aware that you're not good at names you could get better at them right the fact that you say like you know oh that's not you know who I am you know how I am well then that means that you're stuck in your ways and you're not open to some sort of change so let's dive into the six steps that we think that will help you um, if you're struggling with procrastination they'll help you take action So step number one, I think you really have to get clear on your goals. And so if you're struggling to figure out like, well, I know that I'm struggling with procrastination in this one area, but I don't know what expansion looks like for me. I don't know how to think bigger or how to think of myself differently. I don't know how to, you know, have a vision for something that's outside of what I'm currently dealing with right now that I'm going to invite you to go listen to episode number 82, which was about hope streams and ambitions to help you up level yours and there are 85 questions there's literally a list of 85 questions that you can ask yourself to help create your dream life so if you're unclear on what your goals should be around those categories go listen to episode number 82 download the 85 questions it'll help you get more clear on creating goals
0: yeah and can i just say that's that number one getting clear Mm -hmm. like i think that that's when you have to go to a place that's really quiet and then you think you have to visualize and write it down. Your future what it, self. Yeah, your future self. Because I think that what's getting in your way is that you can't see it. Mm-hmm. You can't see what it feels like to be super, like not super healthy, but to be more healthy than you've ever been before. Right. You can't see yourself having financial options. So you don't even, like the taking the action doesn't give you the score that you're looking for. So you, it's better just to not because there's one thing that you know is that you're comfortable with who you are now.
1: Yeah. Okay, step number two, tell others about your goals. I think this is really important that you draw a line in the sand, you make a declaration, and you enlist others to kind of help you. Yeah. Um, you know this, you've shared this many times from working in the fitness industry, People don't want to tell other people that, you know, hey, I'm on a fitness journey right now. I'm going to be saying no to the hot wings and I am going to be going to the gym every morning or every night. So don't ask me to go out for drinks after (laughs) work. Right. Right. And so I mean, the importance about, you know, including and enlisting others. Uh, to help you achieve your goals, I can't speak enough to that. Like, there, it yeah, does we're take social a creatures, yeah.
0: and so like, it, it, you know, I think when you, when you understand that, like, you know that when you when someone's going to hold you accountable, it means a lot, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Step number three, tip number three, to kind of kill your procrastination and get you moving, you've got to um, take the goal that you're trying to achieve, and you've got to break it down into tiny little steps. Got to
0: break it down.
1: Is that a song?
0: it's not really a song
1: (laughs) jesus you thought you were keith sweat in an r&b group for one second uh break your work into tiny steps and create a detailed timeline with specific deadlines kind of like smart goals
0: yeah this is the thing i think that i i wish i did better Mm -hmm. like i think we we go after big things But I wish I was better at like creating little micro goals mm-hmm. so that we can give you the scorecard. Yeah, that you I'm going to
1: need some checks.
0: Like just because I think that those are things. But when you think about like leaving little breadcrumbs of goals that lead you to mm-hmm. your big goal. Like I think that that's hard for people to do because it's hard for us to do. But I think when you do that and you do it well, I think that's when you really start consistently crushing things yeah you know agree so.
1: okay step number four change your environment so i think the tip here is to like notice your everyday habits and figure out how you can alter them so um changing your environment if you're on a health and fitness journey i can't tell you enough you've got to purge the fridge get you've got to go through the losers cabinets losers <laughs> um what do you mean get rid of the lazy losers <laughs>
0: because of people the people that are like around you and i know that like we're talk a little bit about support system but mm-hmm. Like if I, all I have is friends that work out and talk about working out, Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to work out.
1: Okay. Well, change your environment and then quickly move on to step (laughs) number five, which Eddie is talking about, which is create a support system and hang out with people who inspire you to take action because everybody needs an accountability buddy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it.
1: So now is your permission to talk about that. Because <laughs> you went right, right. I from, know, I'm like, sorry. Because I think about when
0: you said environment, I was thinking about like people in your environment. Right. What, and I think that just, I mean, that next one goes deeper into like the support system. Mm-hmm. But I do think that if you hang out with people who don't put their wellness first, then you're probably not going to do that unless right. you are are kind of breaking the mold of your your current environment which Mm -hmm. causes friction with relationships because you're like they're like hey you're gonna go out to dinner with us You're like no actually i'm going to the gym they're like what and then all of a sudden you got gym friends
1: Uh, um okay you went from like You're having an issue with a spouse to now you have gym friends.
0: An issue with a spouse. Tell me more about that. What do you mean? I don't know. (laughs) I wasn't talking about spouse. I'm talking about friends.
1: Well, you said, hey, do you want to come to dinner with us? Oh, you're saying (laughs) you have friends in your environment or your friend circle who are trying to influence you to go eat hot wings. Right. And you're saying no, because I have gym friends.
0: No, I'm saying no, because I'm going to the gym and it conflicts with the times that normally would be social eating time. Okay. And now you got different priorities.
1: Oh, you said gym friends. That's why I was like, they went from dissing their normal friends to now they have other friends. Well, that's they what They just happened. went to the gym said, one time. You,
0: like, like Jasmine. She started going to the gym uh-huh. twice a day. Now she has gym friends.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right?
0: Like you see the same people and you talk to them and they work out and you meet them there and all of a sudden you're working out with them.
1: You know, the gym can be a really scary place though, especially if you haven't worked out like your whole life and you don't know how to use the equipment or if you're a woman and you're feeling out of shape or overweight, the last thing you want to do is put on spandex and go work out in front of other people who are in better shape
0: theory on this
1: okay well say it quickly and then let's wrap this up so when
0: i worked in the the fitness industry people would say oh i I hate coming to the gym because i feel like everybody's looking at me
1: nobody and i I got i always
0: tell people this the gym and exercising is the most self-centered thing you can do in a positive way okay right you are so focused on your body Mm -hmm. what you're doing Mm -hmm. that you're not really paying attention to anyone else Mm -hmm. but because it's so self-centered you project as if people are watching you because you are thinking about yourself Mm -hmm. you see how that works okay so you're in the gym you're working out and you're thinking about your movement you're thinking about how you look in the mirror all these different things and then you're subconsciously projecting versions of other people looking at you thinking the same thing right When the reality is, is everybody else is doing the same thing. So they're focusing on themselves
1: Right
0: now. So I. But you could
1: go to the gym and be overweight or not at your best. And I'm like, I've heard people say, oh, I can't go to the gym. I got to lose weight before I go to the gym. Right. Okay. And that's because the hot girl next to you, the Jasmine next to you, who goes to the gym twice a day for the past year, she looks, you know, a certain way and it makes you feel bad about yourself. Right. So there's many ways to look at this.
0: Right. And I think that's something you got to get over because if you're comparing (laughs) yourself to someone that you don't even know their story, you don't know they've been freaking going to the gym two times a day and this is your first day and you're comparing yourself. That's probably not an accurate comparison.
1: Yeah. There's an episode on comparison that you should go and rewatch. And I will link that also in the show notes. But tip number six, after you change your environment, which was for you create a support system. Uh, which is five, I would say that tip number six is you've gotta have some really great self-awareness and you've gotta practice better mindfulness. Pay attention um to the fact that you say you want something and figure out why it's important to you and you've got to develop some discipline around it right but you have to be mindful and have good conversations with yourself in a non-judgmental way yeah right because then easily you could be like ah I told myself I was on a diet I told myself I was going to start this business I told myself I was going to do this but then something happened or you know I fell off and now I'm a loser and now I'm lazy and I'm just a a deadbeat and that's not true um so I think there's an element of really good self-awareness and asking yourself like okay well why what made me go off the diet or what made me not take action in my business what is making me continue this cycle or continue to slip into these familiar routines and how could I create better boundaries? How could I change the environment? How could I create better triggers? How could I create a buddy system? How could I do any of the steps that were, you know, inviting you to explore in order to stay really clearly focused on your goals?
0: Yeah. And that's, that's huge. And I think that you have to have a good explanatory uh, style mm-hmm. with yourself. Like when things, when you, when you think about self-awareness, people take like, the letdowns from that they let themselves down. Mm -hmm. And they'll say things like, I always let myself down, right? I can Um, never
1: stick to this. I can never
0: stick to this. And so when you start to really get, uh, this happens in everything that I do. And so when you make things pervasive, Mm -hmm. when you make them uh, permanent Mm -hmm. and absolute, um, that's not a good way to talk to yourself. So that's
1: not good self-awareness. That's like self-harassment.
0: Right, right. And you're beating yourself up for behavior and the one thing we know about behavior is they can change right and so if you, you you just have to make sure that self-awareness does not come with like you know set that judgment that puts you in a box and then you you live it out you affirm it every single day because you've told yourself that that's who you are and mm-hmm. you've been de- identified as it
1: i think you've got to be your biggest kind of um your biggest accountability buddy but then also your biggest cheerleader. Right. I think that's like the key to anything in life is like, I've got to have massive self-awareness and accountability, but I also have to have like massive love with myself. I've got to be graceful. I've got to be really, um, I've got to cheer myself on in a positive way that's helpful, right? Because you we hear it all the time, like you say things to yourself that you would never say out loud. Right. And I think being mindful Um, and choosing your words wisely will really help you have better self-awareness and have a better relationship with yourself to not feel like a lazy loser. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Um, You know, these are things, every topic that we share on the PUSH podcast, these are things that we're in practice of, we're helping people with, we're helping ourselves with, maybe we're helping our kids with. And so that's the point of this podcast, is to have conversations that need to be had Um, Struggle things that we're struggling with. All of us are struggling. It's universal. You're not alone. And that happens to be one of the most common forms of feedback that we get. When people leave a review, when they send a message, they're like, you guys are so real. Thank you for being so vulnerable. Thank you for sharing um, and not making me feel like I'm struggling with this all by myself. And so I hope you got a little bit of that. We're all works in progress and we will continue to be until the day that we die. So push through. Don't procrastinate. Um, and you know follow these steps find an accountability community if you want one we have one it's called the pusher society join it and any of our pusher society people in our tribe would tell you that every month we get on and we serve them but we also share things that we're vulnerable about too and so I think we all just need to continue to push each other be graceful with each other and encourage each other um, and that's it. That's all I have to say. My name is Janelle Copeland and I am done speaking. Oh, wow.
0: what is this clubhouse? Oh,
1: okay. Does Anyways. anyone even get on that anymore? I don't think so. <laughs> all right.
0: Uh, see you guys next time and push through.
1: Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the push podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, You got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.